All right. I think we're ready to rock. You know what? Maybe you need a tour guide. I'll come down. All right. Yeah. Jump in. Said we'll love that. Yeah. A little romantic trip with my husband and Ted. Yes. Wouldn't want it any other way. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome D. Ted Smith and Steve Mix. You are now entering the Megacast. What's up, Ted? Migs, we're back. We are. That's yeah. why we weren't here last week. We were not. It was your fault this time. It was. It was. Yeah. I was uh, I was back in uh, Deep Creek Lake, Maryland. How was that? Honestly, man, it was a great time. Yeah. Yeah. One of my good friends, Bernie, he was up there with his family, and then uh, I knew his sister growing up. She had her husband there, who's English, so I had somebody to joke around cricket with. Dude, real quick, I know, you know how on Twitter... When you go to the top, like when you're like on your like whatever, you hit the home. Yeah, what's and it, live? And they'll tell you what's live. Yeah. Like usually it's like New Jersey Devils for me or Seahawks or Mariners. I'm getting cricket ones now. Yeah, what's the World Cups? The semifinal, Steve. Yeah, but I think I'm getting them because I would always like your tweets whenever you oh, talk so about it's in your feed. So I think they think I'm a fan of cricket. Thanks, I know. Ted. And I know, Steve, what you're about to say. I'm with you. I was shocked New Zealand beat Indy in the semi. I didn't almost didn't go to work the next day. <laughs> I mean, it was right there with Coco beating uh, Williams. Right. In, in, in Wimbledon. It's right there. <laughs> no, That's that, awesome. Yeah, family vacation was great. Uh, it is amazing how quickly you get used to being a Seattleite. Oh, I was, yeah. I was like, the service here is terrible. And there's not even a Starbucks. Dude, and also, I don't know about you, but you realize how much slower paced you've become when you're around other East Coasters. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like attitude, energy, the way they talk, the way they need to get to places. And I just, be, I, I, I must, feel, they must think I'm like the Dalai Lama. I'm like, it's cool. Yeah, right. Get there when we get there, man. Are you stoned? Actually, no. It's no. just, we're just, <laughs> we live in the Northwest. Everything's going to be all right. We don't need to worry about it. It's okay, Dad. You don't need to honk at that guy. You don't know what's going on in his world. Everything's going to be all right. <laughs> It's just so funny because, I mean, I used to be super aggro when I moved out here. Not like a, a mean way, but just like a, they cut me off. I better speed up and cut them off. I guess that is a mean way. I forget, too, right, that, like, everybody just drives everywhere. Mm-hmm. Like, my buddy lives, uh, where does he live? Downingtown? Uh-huh. So, like, 40, 45 minutes outside of Philly. Yeah. He's lived there for three years, and he's dropped me off at the airport, and he goes, yeah, I've never been here. You never been in the airport here? And he's like, <laughs> no, man. We just drive most of the places. Like, oh yeah, I forgot. On yeah. the East Coast, that's what you do. That was the hope. One day, my parents will drive me to Disney World. Yeah, and right. They never did. No, then I never thought we could fly there one day. <laughs> it was just always about driving because mom's not going to get in a plane. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I remember going visit our uncle in uh, Cape Cod in Massachusetts. Right, like he just drove there. Now, like I realize, like that's a twelve-hour drive. Like, why don't we just fly? Some people are terrified about flying. Like, my mom's one of them. Like, they've talked about the next day. She flew out here for my wedding and a couple other times. But they've talked about the next time they come out here, they might just do a cross-country thing, which just sounds like a terrible idea for everybody that's going to be on the road around my father. But, you know, that's yeah. just like, that's nuts. But then, like, we went to my uh, my wife's friend had a, a birthday for their two-year-old, right? Uh, and shout out to Easton. It's his second birthday. Was not happy the entire time. Crying, oh. screaming. I'm like... Named after uh, after the great baseball bat company. Yes. Well, I think he wanted to take a baseball bat to all of us. Was he just two and just pissed? Yeah. Yeah. And of course, I'm joking. I'm like... <laughs> he starts crying. I'm like, I'm having the worst birthday ever. And someone looked at me and starts laughing. They're like, oh, that's just what two-year-olds do. I'm like, oh, okay. Like, I don't know. Yeah. It's kind of weird. He's getting all these presents and he's mad. But anyways... um. <laughs> I, I met the... Sometimes they're just pissed. They're just <laughs> right? not they're feeling just, it. There's nothing you could do about it. Like, that kid's just pissed. And, it, and eventually he warmed up when the presents started coming out, of course. But there was one moment where they're doing like a fun game and the dad, Ryan, he's a good dude. You'd really like him. He's awesome. Uh, but he's... Uh, they're doing like a race where you're holding a spoon with a, ra- a little race oh. car in it. Oh, I thought you said egg. No, we did race cars. Like one of those like matchbox cars. So it was like rolling. They've updated. Yeah, well, because since... Friend, she loves having games. It doesn't matter what get-together is going on. There's a game that's going to be All played. Right. All right. So we, like, we had to do one where we're like holding a balloon together, and we had to run. And oh, we, yeah. We did okay in that one. We came in third. I came in dead last in the damn spoon did, race. Did you keep dropping your car? No, I was just too focused on not dropping my car. Because if you drop it, you got to go back to the beginning, I, right? I don't know. 
I don't know, Ted. No one else dropped their car. Everybody else is like a freaking MVP of racing with cars on spoons. <laughs> like, they're even bouncing them off the spoon and catching them. And I'm like, what is going on here? Did you guys go to, like, the combine and, like, <laughs> and, like become the greatest spoon racers? Because I'm just struggling. I came in dead last. My wife came in dead last in, her, in, the, in the women's race. All she right. lost to someone who had high heels on. Don't tell her I said that because she would not be happy with me if I brought that up. But we did come in third when it came to... So she lost to the whore. (laughs) Yeah. The the irony is that the woman you're talking about is like the most pure, like the nicest church-going woman ever. Sorry. And you just called her a whore. I can't wait for them to hear this. They don't listen to that. No, but she was asking, what podcast do I do? I said, no, no, you gotta check out the Megacast. That was a high-heel joke? Sorry? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. (laughs) Although, Sivir's looking at me weird because I'm like, we need to redeem ourselves. We're not coming in last in the couple's balloon race. All right, all right. And we didn't. And she was like, slow down. I'm like, No. You should have rubbed it on her hair so you had good static uh, cling. Well, I figured out everybody was doing it like face to face, stomach to stomach. All right. I'm like, let's go hip to hip. Feet are going. Yeah. That's what it seems like to me. We made the adjustment midway through on the second lap. Did you guys ever do the egg game? Yes. Where you like throw it back and forth. And yes. They eventually it breaks. I like, as I look back on that, like as kids, like, were we just covered in yolk? <laughs> yes. Like if I played that game now, I'd be like, I'm taking my shirt off, my shoes off. All right, let's play this game. Hey kids, you want salmonella? <laughs> Catch. That sounds poor too. So you guys got matchbox cars? We just threw eggs at each other. I don't know. It's a fancy couple. Yeah. Uh, but at one point, so he's doing it with his son in his arms and he's running and he falls. Oh. <laughs> like, the kid's fine. The kid doesn't even touch the grass. Like he's a, like it was an, it was almost like he caught like a, a, a end zone Super Bowl catch and like the ball did not touch the ground. He kept his kid upright, but that just made his kid even more pissed. And I'm like, oh, oh yeah. my gosh, this poor child is having the worst birthday party ever until he got his presents. And I love when that kid's like in his mid-twenties or something, he's going to be like cool, calm, collected, like, yeah. like, oh, I love my birthday. My parents do that. And they're always going to be like, remember when, well, when you were two, you were a complete a-hole about yeah. it. <laughs> it's my birthday month. Screw you. When you were two, you didn't even want two minutes of having a birthday. Birthday month. Easton. Well, the problem is, too, you just can't reason with them, right? Like, if you're, even if me and you were, like, in a fight, for what, I don't know why we'd be at a party, we're pissed at each other, but we are. We need to do that sometime. Right? Like, at some point. You show up to a party and you and I just start yelling at each other. Right? But at some point, I could be like, Steve, let's just have a course, like, chill out, blah, blah, blah. Right? But, like, with a two-year-old, you can't be like, here's a piece of cake, will you chill out? <laughs> right? <laughs> here's a juice box. Yeah. Let it calm you down. Yeah. It's good to, to settle the nerves. Hey, Easton, why don't you go hunker down on a nanner? Cheer <laughs> yeah. up a little bit, fella. <laughs> you want a, a cookie uh, ice cream candy or whatever, the cookie sandwich? Right. They had homemade cookie ice cream sandwiches. What? Yeah. Wow. They made cookies, and then they put ice cream in them. Uh, duh. I mean, uh, <laughs> Thanks, Steve. Wasn't hey. sure how it worked. Hey, uh, tweet at me at I'm Steve Miggs if you need the recipe for an ice cream cookie sandwich. <laughs> Did they make them on the spot, or had they pre-made them and frozen? No. Made them on the spot. That's awesome. And the cookies are still kind of warm, so you Ooh. really had to crush those damn ice cream sandwiches. <laughs> That's a good excuse if I'm with you. Well, I'm going to have to eat it fast. <laughs> I don't need ice cream all over my body. Right. I'm already covered in yolk. <laughs> all right. Well, let's get our brain, oh, well, you know, our heart racing, our blood pumping, and our brain functioning. Found a good one for us, Ted. All right. I used this for my highlight reel for my last match at DOA Pro Wrestling. Nice. Oh. DOA always sounds so tough. It is. Right. But it's not a scary bar in Tacoma. It's a good bar with good food. Yeah, it's right. Dirty Austin's Annex. Yeah. That place is really good. Featured yeah. on, um, it was on Guy Fieri, I think. Oh, was it? It was on a Food Network show. Yeah. Yeah, I've just been in there a couple times. Like, I was like, this is good bar food. Yeah. Yeah, really, really good. Yeah. All right, let's get 10. All right. We almost made the drop. I thought we were gonna. Bug Blart. Ted Talks. Nice. Starring 
the ones and twos. Need that dramatic music, Ted? Yeah! Fire it up, Steve! Oftentimes in life, it gets in the way. You get busy. You start living your life. But never forget, there's people around you. They support you. They love you. They just want to hang out with you. Let's make some time for them. You know, uh, there could be things that you want to do in your life, but also, like, I found this last week. Like, go back. Play miniature golf with the fam. You know, just make time for them. Also, make time for yourself when you're doing these adventures. You work out, go pay 15 bucks and go to the community college. Get a lift in. Yeah. You know? I mean, that's my main thing this week is just make time. You know, whether it's for friends and family, for yourself, staying on certain things. Like, just carve out a little time. You'll be happy you did it. A little alone time when you're with family. I know what you're talking about. Spend time with your family. Right. But also afford yourself a little decompression time. And oh, the yeah. the gym is the perfect spot for that. Yeah. That's what my wife and I did for uh, when we went home and visited my parents. It was the gym was the saving grace. Yeah. And at first, like, we, when we went out, when we went to visit, because they live in a retirement community, right? And like, oh, we have a gym. We have a pool. It's awesome. You can use it. I'm like, Great. We get there, and I'm like, cool, so can we use the gym? They're like, well, you can use the gym, but uh, somebody, I need to be there with you guys in order for you to use the gym, because in, in the rule book, you're not allowed to use the gym unless it's, you're with someone who lives here. I'm like, we would have went and got Just a gym membership. Got like, a day pass. Got like one of those like four-day passes or yeah. something along those lines. And rented a car, but we didn't do any of that because you said that we could use it. So my mom was like, I don't mind, I don't mind. There's nothing more awkward, Ted, than when you want to go just get a good lift in, do some cardio, and you look in the corner and your mom is sitting in a chair watching you. Oh my God, that sounds terrible. <laughs> it's very no offense weird. to your mom. But no. Like, like, no, you, you don't want anybody really watching your workout. There's so much guilt going on throughout that as well. It's right, just now like, you got to hurry up. Like, oh man, I feel bad. She's bored out of her mind, I'm sure. And she's smiling. My mom's a sweetheart. You know, she's yeah. the best. Yeah. But both my wife and I were like, ah, ah, ah. you know what I mean? So like, and I'm like, I don't know. We can't. So the next, we went there. Nobody checks badges. I was going to say, no. We have a guest pass. We just don't have the, uh, we don't have the, we live here pass. So, I told my mom the next day, I'm like, Mom, she's like, oh, no, I'll go, I'll go. I'm like, no, Mom, just let, let us go. If we get in trouble, we'll apologize, and then we'll figure it out from there. We go, same people are at the gym again. They're all like, hey, how's it going? We became friends with all the old people at the gym. They were loving us. Like, yeah. I never felt like more of a gym rat. Like, I felt like the man, because guys are like, hey, what are you doing right there? How do you do that? I'm like, oh, come over here. I'll show you. Yeah, and that rule is probably because you don't want other, no offense, but elderly people in there getting hurt. Like, <laughs> right. I think, like you and your wife are pretty physical fit people. Like, we're okay. like the worried about you two going and doing your routines. No, but, I, dude, we were a moment of stress. We're like, dude, this is our moment to get away from everyone, and it's becoming a family affair. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. you're right, dude. Do some fun stuff with your family. Yeah, it just, and like, I was kind of pushing it, right? I'd stay up at night with some people and like, but I'm just, I don't know. There's other people in my family that don't do that. It's just like, come on, like, get up, like, go spend time with these people. Wait, you, you can nurse that hangover. Yeah. Yeah. Or you can be like, dude, like, it was even like some of our family. I remember when we went back and I'm just like, you guys live blocks away and you're making it seem like it's such a chore to get together with my mom and us and all that. And I was like. And don't bitch at me on Facebook when you say I miss you, because right. I'm, I'm in town. I've been in town for a week. We're doing nothing. We're just hanging out with my mom and dad. You could easily pop on over, or we could pop on over to you guys. It's not hard. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's like, even for me, the last day I was there on July 5th, right? Driving from, you know, where I was over to Philadelphia, right? It's like four and a half hours. By the way, did I tell you the giant truck they gave me? Who? I rented a car from Enterprise. Uh-huh. And the, you know me. I do not drive car. I... Have you ever seen me drive a car? No, I've only received a voicemail from you one time when, when you I'm were like, driving and you had the hands free. Yeah, and I was like, "Hey, Steve, I'm calling you from a car. I'm calling from a car. Right. Awesome." So right, so I don't drive it's often. A true story. Yeah, and if I do, I generally rent like a small car. Uh huh. The Enterprise in Oakland, Maryland, doesn't have a lot of vehicles, and the girls like, "Good news, we hooked you up." Oh. Give me like a four door 
giant cab Dodge Hemi. I mean, Steve, I thought I was going to clip these mirrors the whole time I'm driving it. I'm on the turnpike in Pennsylvania. There's a massive thunderstorm. I'm just like white knuckling it. I have my glasses on. You've probably never seen me wear glasses. No. Right. And I'm just like, oh my God. So my point being, I didn't have to go see my buddy Dan, right? right. I could have easily just been like, Dan, it's too far away. Right. But I sucked it up. I made the drive over and like his kids were more than pumped, you know, like yeah. it just is upset. Just make some time. Dude, what is it about rental places that always think they're hooking you up by giving you the bigger car? Because I, I had that when my car got into an, when I got um, hit someone red and red light and they, they skimmed yeah. the front of my car. They gave me this. I mean, it was a really nice Nissan, but it was like I could barely fit it in my garage. Like yeah. I got home and I'm like, oh, you got to be kidding me. Like I legitimately had to crush the hockey bag and nearly like. I mean, it was just like I was about to like break things in order to fit this thing in my garage. I th- honestly, because I think, again, being Northwest people, I think most of America wants the bigger car. And by the way, I want the small, that, like non gas guzzling car that that way I don't have to spend a bunch of money on gas driving to work every day. That I'm with you. That's yeah. what I wanted too. But yeah. And, <laughs> but the, the girl was like mid 20s, attractive. I didn't have the guts to be like, can <laughs> I just take the tiny one? I'll take whatever you want, baby. Yeah, I was just like, yeah, yeah. yeah thanks, for the he- thanks for the Hemi. Yeah. With that said, that was the nicest truck I've ever driven in my life. Oh, same with that Nissan, man. The thing flew. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you need a little pickup. I mean, that thing went. Yeah, like when we're going, we're going to go to um, Monarch Bay. Monarch Beach. Monarch Beach. Yeah, Orange County. In Great Orange area. County. Next week, my wife and I are going for a little mini vacation. We're going to be going Thursday, Friday. And Monday, and you know, of course, Friday, Saturday as well. That'd be weird. And Sunday, <laughs> what the hell? I, I need help, man. I'm tired. <laughs> you are, yeah, it's all right. Glory Sun's show last night, little struggle bus, right? And then you were wrestling one in Portland on Sunday night. Bit the f out of my tongue. I'm in a lot of pain. Did you drive back Sunday night? Uh, luckily, our, our DOA wrestling in Portland starts at 2 p.m. All right, twelve thirty right. for the VIPs, and they had a banger of a match that started off with Jaden, no Sonico, kids. Sunday and at Cubby. 2 p.m. I, I like that start time. Dude, I do too. And I thought, how's the crowd going to be? The crowd was amazing. Place was packed. Granted, Joey Ryan was on the uh, card, oh. which that's never a bad person to add on to your bill. That guy is, honestly, he is a, I mean, he is just a, I don't know, just a gift to wrestling. He's, I mean, look, a lot of wrestlers are very good and charismatic. That yeah. guy, right? Like, I mean, for the first time, I went to Defy to like the last time. It's like, I mean, like, honestly, that's the last person I really fanboyed on and was like, God, I'm an idiot. But he's so cool in that ring. And the weird part is he's nothing like that outside of the ring. He's a raging jerk. No, I'm kidding. Uh, He's, But he is nothing like the character outside of the ring. He's so chill. He's so chill. That's why we we were like, dude, that's awesome. And he's like, it's crazy, right? I got people in there. But me and my buddy were just so amped because we'd never seen him. We're just like, no, but it's why. And then we walked away. I was like, God damn it, Dunk. We look like jackasses. Dude, he got to wrestle uh, Eddie Van Glam. So it was a car nice. It was me, Eddie Van Glam. He was driving. Uh, Cubby, who you know from 321 Battle, he's the Seattle Underground Wrestling Champion. Awesome dude. Um, our buddy Vitz, who does uh, photography. All right. And Aubrey Edwards, the referee. Colonel oh, yeah. Hebner, you know, who's now at AEW, but she was refing. It was her two-year anniversary of refereeing, refereeing in, right. in the world of wrestling, which is crazy to think in two years she's now in the second biggest company in all professional wrestling and has also worked for the biggest company in all professional wrestling, WWE, at one point. It's just a testament to how much... She's learned and how hard she works. It's also weird that because of Drake, I now think of Aubrey as a man's name. Oh, funny. <laughs> I don't even know the relate, though. I think that's his real name, Aubrey. It, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I thought his real name was Drake. <laughs> I thought it was like Drake Johnson or something like that. I don't know. Oh, yeah. He's got Drake Jr. Yeah. Drake Jr. Jr. Yep. <laughs> Victor Moan Jr. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we get down there. Um, and by the time the, the show's over by like 4.30. Oh, Steve, this is this is a Sunday show that I would thrive at. Oh, this is what I hope to do every time they have a show. I want to do DOA as often as humanly possible because it's such a great schedule. I love going to Portland. It's a fun little trip. Go with some of the boys and the girls and have a fun little road trip. Be done around four. It's help set, you know, I help tear down and do all that yeah. stuff. So we didn't leave there until like five-ish. Get some food and be home by 8.30. Yeah, I'm saying, like, if there was a Sunday show up here somewhere that was starts at 2, I I would go to brunch, probably get a few drinks, get a yeah. little rowdy. I'd be like, all right. And the crowd was loving it, dude. It was great. Fun yeah. story about Joey Ryan, and then we'll take a quick break. If yeah. We have, yeah, we have time. Okay. Um, oh, yeah. So Joey Ryan, obviously, wrestling fans know him. He's the guy that has the penis plex. He flips people with his dong, his magical Still. strength with his dong. Still never worn the shirt. 
No, I know you have the king of. Do you have? No, I'm a. I'm a dick flip guy. <laughs> yes. Amazing! I know he has a Dick Tracy parody shirt, All right. but it's him, which is great. Well, anyways, he was recently wrestling somewhere where he was wrestling a female, right? And the female's seventeen years old. So there wait, is wait this, who schedules that? Oh, you'll understand why. All right, all right. This was the most genius thing. It's uh, it's on Twitter. If you go on Joey Ryan's Twitter page, Joey Ryan Online, just scroll for a while, you'll find it. I think I, I can't remember her name. It's something. Uh, I'm not. I'm, I'm not going to screw it up. But anyways, so. He's wrestling a 17-year-old. The whole premise of him and his match is trying to get the person to put their hand on his Johnson. Of course, there's tights in between. And then it's almost like a magnet power of his penis. And then he, he, he flexes and then flips you while you're holding his dong. And right. that's how he beats you with a, a dong suplex. Or then he'll eventually super kick you with a lollipop in your mouth. Well, of course, he's got this 17-year-old. And it's this awkward tension of like, what's he going to do? He finally gets her arm. And he's starting to pull it closer and closer to his dong. No, right? Joey, no! Sliding into the ring is that girl's father. Oh! What? <laughs> yes! Does he wrestle too? No! Oh, he's just like, no! It's, he's like, stop! He's like, you can't do that! He pulls her away, he pushes Joey. Joey grabs his hand and puts it on oh. his dong. Now the guy is like, no! And you can tell he's not a worker because he couldn't do like a proper flip, flip. bump. So he kind of somersaulted, which is still, I mean, I probably would have done the same. I'm, I'm, I'm decent at flip bumps, but you know, you never know. Maybe he just caught him at, but regardless. So he's got him. He's like, no, no. And then he flips the dad with his dong and dude, the place goes nuts. I'm like, that, my friends, is why Joey Ryan is a national treasure. Yeah, that's pretty good. Because I'm like, right, because I was like, who would schedule that? Right. And he was joking about it. He's like, dude, I have the easiest job. You know, everyone comes just to see me do this gimmick. He doesn't have to really wrestle. I mean, his match against Van Glam, I think they went for like a few minutes, like five minutes before they even took a bump. Yeah, I've seen him twice. And yeah. like, right, his thing is not. No, it's it's super light on his body. And the guys, and every once in a while, he'll remind you, though, he can wrestle. Like, he's got a picture-perfect drop kick. He can go. He just doesn't have to. No one's co- no one's paying to see him do wrestling. They're paying yeah. to see the character. So he says everywhere he goes, now he doesn't even have to think of creative ways to flip people with his dong because whoever he wrestles goes, Joey, I've got an idea. And he's like, oh, yeah? He's like, everyone comes up with their own creative way to get flipped by he his flipped. penis. Which I think is the funniest thing ever. That's awesome. Good for him. I mean, that's hustling on a high level. And he could do this forever. I mean, honestly, he could keep doing this until he's like 50 or even longer if he wants to. Like, there's really no shelf life to a penis plex. (laughs) Why don't we take a break? Truer words have never been spoken. (laughs) When we come back, we do have a message from someone on Twitter that wondering if they should be mad about something. All right. All right. We'll get to that when the Megacast returns. Tekken's Steve need a minute to practice giving each other the figure four leg lock. The mega cast will be back. Did you wait until every camp was booked and now you're going crazy because you don't want your kids in the house? Don't worry. There are plenty of kids' summer camps still available, like Camp Itchy Booty, a combination of mosquitoes and no toilet paper. Camp Anaconda. We set a big snake loose in camp and your kids get to stay awake all night long. How about Camp Gunawaka? No bikes, no skateboards, just you, your Fitbit, and steps. There's Camp Tick in beautiful Lyme, Connecticut. Or how about the Incontinent Palomino Western Trail Ranch? Procrastinating Parents Summer Camps for Kids. You should probably sign your kids up today, but we know you won't because you're pathetic. We're finally about to get Steve and Ted off of MilkHunters.com. The Megacast is back. MilkHunters. I 
all this dance, uh, I'm stretching my back. Dude, I'm gonna start doing the the things outside of Jiffy Loop. Oh, the the Mr. Wacky. Yeah, yeah. The Bailey things. <laughs> I just showed uh, Ted the video of of Joey Ryan with the dad. Isn't yeah, that great? That is awesome. Good. That was I was saying. Good for that dad for taking part in like his daughter stuff. Yeah, and it's um at the Rock C underscore is the name of uh that's the wrestler Rock C. I should um I'll retweet that on the uh the Megacast page. By the way, how many f- like fake not fake but like fan sites is there for your buddy Becky Lynch? Bro. On Instagram, I'm always like, because it's like the little picture, and you're like, oh, that's a cute chick. And then it's always, I realize, like, it's just like, Becky Lynch fan 001, Becky Lynch fan 002. I'm just like, geez. Dude, it's ridiculous. Ever since, like, because she, I know she follows you as well and follows me, and every time, once in a while, oh, we tweet with each other. All right. Every single fake Becky account will follow me. And I get, yeah. at first, I got, like, real protected. That's my friend. You can't do that. Right? So I would, like, report them. And I'm like, what am I doing? Like this is stupid. Like, and everybody knows these are yeah, fake. And a accounts. lot of right, and a lot of them, but most of the ones that have followed me, it's like fan or whatever. But there's some that like the only ones I would report are the ones that would just lift the same exact cover, same exact profile picture, same exact bio, and the name would be almost exactly almost like hers. Same. And you could tell they're just trying to pretend to be her to steal follow, or, you know, get, followers. get followers. I'm like, that's lame. If you're a fan and you got a picture of Becky Lynch and it says you're a fan account, I got no problem with that. Dude, have you seen the last couple? Sorry, I know we got to get to a. No, no. Have you seen the last couple days with the Instagram idiots? Whoa, whoa, whoa. All right, so Instagram influencers, I think, is complete nonsense. Yes, I agree. Right, it's always been full of s. There's no, there's no way you can prove that these people are actually working, that it works or whatever. And Ted and I are legit influencers in Instagram. Right. Right. I, I also just have an issue. It's like people on The Bachelor. Sorry, like they're just famous for being good looking. Yeah. Like put a little effort in, right? Like, mm-hmm. uh. Like Theo Vaughn. Yeah. Right? He was on a reality show. He was on MTV. And, right. He was on, I mean, wrote like the original Road Rules or something, right? I like him because he follows me on Twitter. Right. Plus, Theo Vaughn like wanted to be famous and like got into comedy and this and, you know what I mean? Like he. The Miz is he, a great the example. The Miz is yep. an awesome example, right? Right. Real world guy wanted to become a pro wrestler, but had to pay his dues and became a great pro, pro wrestler. Right. Yeah. So some of the, some of the bachelor people, I'm just like, they're just famous for being good looking. Like they yeah. don't really have talent. Yeah. Uh, Oh, dang it. I'm losing my thought here. Influencers. All right. So the Instagram influencer. So yes. this one lady put out this art. You might have seen it. It's called the the Gates to Heaven in Bali. No, I haven't seen this. All right. So it's this famous Instagram spot outside of some temple in Bali. So getting to Bali is already a pain in the butt. Okay. Then you got to, I guess, take a train or something. I might screw up some of the facts here, folks. So, so stop tweeting us. Right. Like two and a half hours to get to this temple to get to these gates of heaven and behind or gates to heaven. And behind them is this crystal clear reflecting pond. So all the influencers go there and take these pictures. So this girl was like, I want to go there and see this thing. She gets there. There's no reflecting pond behind it. There's a local guy who you give your camera to, and he holds a mirror, and he takes the picture while you're there. But none of these influencers ever said anything about it. Right. They were just like, look how beautiful it is. Oh, my God. Right? So I was like, that's why like a lot of this stuff is fake. And yeah. then today I read an article that there's some crystal blue lake in Russia, and they call it like the Russian Maldives or whatever. It's a toxic waste dump. Like, you can't get in the water. And these idiots keep going there and taking all these beautiful pictures and stuff. That's like, they're full of S. Yeah. Like, that's, I mean, that's one huge issue I have with social media. Like, trust me, people are only putting up stuff they want you to see. Like, don't let it affect your life. Dude, I've had, Cass and I had that conversation too. It's like, it's such a minuscule number of people in this world, but yet we all get some knee jerk reactionary towards them because it's like, that's what you see all the time. We got to remind ourselves. These negative idiots or these influencers or whatever it is are just not, that's not how reality is. Yeah. We spend so much time, like, they are the minority. Right. We work. Like, when we have idiot listeners that are jerks to us, right? Well, most of the people who aren't, and most of the people that aren't, aren't ever going to write us, aren't ever going to follow us, aren't ever going to say anything to us. We're just subjected to the vocal minority of awful human beings. Shout out to Nick and Steve. Oh, back in the day. <laughs> Represent 100.7, the buzz. Yeah, zap. Zoop. I don't know. I'm making up words now. <laughs> well, it's, a, it's a buzz thing, zap. Zap. <laughs> Did you see the dude has like an ice cream truck? <laughs> and ice cream's all in the news these days, of course. 
But this guy, he finally got so sick and tired of these social media influencers coming up to his truck and being like, look, you could get more followers if you hook me up with some free ice cream. I'm a social media influencer. Are you serious? So he has a sign that says, social media influencers pay double. I can't believe people would have come up and say that. Right. Right, one more question. Yeah. This should, we'll call this segment, am I, hmm, I don't know. Just tell me if I'm being a jackass. In this. Okay. Am I a jackass? Am I a jackass? It's, it's a sequel to <laughs> Should I, I Be, be mad? mad? Am I a jackass? All right. So one night, Bernie picks up, it's my whole family, right? My mom and everybody. Bernie picks us up on the pontoon boat. We go over to the creamery. You know, we're going to get ice cream. Mm-hmm. Uh, keep in mind, Deep Creek Lake is a bunch of creeks and rivers that flow into this thing, and they build a lake in the summer, and then they drain it for the most part in the winter. Okay. So all the docks are floating docks. If you haven't been on a floating dock in a while, they're a little... They, they like float. I, they float. They're, they're shaky. Yep. Right? Like I kind of forgot, like, oh, God. Like mini galloping Gertrude. So we get to the creamery, and that dock is real sketch. So I'm like, where, I'm like, Mom, just stay here. I'll go up and get ice cream. So what do you want? They have all these flavors. The creamery would be a great name for a brothel. The creamery? <laughs> Sorry. So I go, what do you want? She goes, I'll just take a scoop of vanilla. I said, all right. So then I go in there and get a vanilla milkshake and a scoop of vanilla. So then we got back to the boat and everybody's like, you went all, and you got to go up this giant, like you went all the way in there and all you got was vanilla. And then at one point I said to my mom, do you want a sip of the milkshake? And she goes, yeah. I go, can I have a bite of your ice cream? And somebody goes, you're just eating the same thing in different forms. <laughs> I was like, I, I guess you're right. Mine's just a little more melted. So am I being a jackass? No. All right. Like I go to an ice cream shop and like my brother's like, try a different flavor. Get it. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. I'll take a vanilla shake. <laughs> vanilla shakes are so freaking good. All right. I'm not opposed to that at all. I'm also the guy that's now debating whether or not when I go get my McFlurries from time to time, I often get them with the Oreo. Oreo McFlurries, yeah. my favorite. That's my jam. But part of me sometimes, I get excited when they don't really fully mix it in at the end and it's just vanilla. Yes. Like part of me wants to go and order an Oreo McFlurry without the Oreos. And <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just basically getting a vanilla oh. McFlurry. Basically you're getting a McDonald's Frosty. Yes. <laughs> But their freaking ice cream is so damn good. Have you had the Stroopwafel one? Yes. How good was it? It's good, but honestly, I regretted getting it because that meant I, I wasted my McFlurry. Um, like Not on the one you want it? On the one I want. Right. My McFlurry. I don't Quota. Know. Quota. That's Quota. it. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, dude. It's good. But Oreo McFlurry is way better. Yeah. It's really like, honestly, I had it. I almost after a few bites thought about throwing it away and going back in line and getting an Oreo McFurry because I wanted the right kind. It's like when I go to go get Thai food, I always try something new. Excuse me. Bless you. And I get so bummed because I'm like, this is not as good as chicken pot Thai. Yeah, I'm with you, man. And I, I like to be a decent, adventurous eater, but I'm like, sometimes you just got to go with things you like. Yeah. It's like there's certain places where I'm like, like there's that Indian food place right in Puyallup called Karma. I have no idea if anything else on their menu is good, but to me, they're the greatest Indian food restaurant in all of Washington because their chicken tikka masala is so damn good. Yeah. And I was like, I tell people I love Indian food. Like, what do you get? I'm like, tandoori chicken. Right. I got one thing. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So Indian from yours, tandoori. Mine's uh, chicken tikka masala. All right. Thai food. What do you do? Uh, Pud sai. Okay. I went with send me this last time. Delicious. I've never even had that one. It's like really thin noodles. All right, the putz always like the big fat egg noodles with chicken and broccoli. Okay, so send me is like the thinnest. It's like sea hair. Oh, noodles. all right. It's not really a good way to describe sea it. Sea hair. <laughs> sea hair. Sea hair. And then like a bunch of di- ch- chopped up chicken on top of it. All right. It's really good. But typically, chicken pot thai for me. Yeah. Uh, teriyaki. Just chicken teriyaki. Okay. I mean, some people go with a tofu teriyaki or beef. No. I'm a chicken and you're right. I still get too. pad thai a lot too. Yeah. How many stars are you? One. I'm a yeah, plus. I'm, I'm such a baby. Dude, I used to be like three, four. You hit a point. I don't know if it's when you get older. That's that's what it was for me. Yeah, I just don't give an F about going hardcore with my spices anymore. Yeah, and it, I can eat it kind of going down, but then I feel uncomfortable, and then the mm-hmm. next day it just sucks. It's like chicken wings. Yeah. I, if it, I mean, medium is about as hot. I don't, even when we go to Buffalo Wild Wings, I used to like love getting some of like the hotter ones. Yeah. No interest anymore. I was anymore. Saying, we always get like dry rub and then mild buffalo at best. Yes. Yeah. It's like, I want to enjoy my chicken, man. I'm not trying to prove how male. I mean, college though, what is it? One through five, give me that five alarm. Yeah. That's it. Let's show how tough we are. Yeah. Cluck you, chicken in College Park had 911 wings. Oh, yeah? Yeah. How are they? Oh, they, they're so hot in all the fraternities. It was like a test. Guys had to go eat them. So now you have to sign a waiver. 
Really? Yeah. I've had one half a one once, and it was one of the most miserable days of my life. I've done the... I've done the, the, the hot wing challenge at Buffalo Wild Wings. At B-dubs? It was pretty bad, but I mean, it was not awful. You know All what right. I mean? It was bad, and I got through it. I got my t-shirt. I was pretty pumped about that. Uh, the 7 Alarm Wing at Wing Dome. I was going to say, Wing Dome has Ooh. some heat on those things. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Have you ever wanted to go on that? I always want to go on that show, Hot Ones. Uh, the yeah, hot I know. I'd like to go on that show, but I just feel like, I don't know if I'd make it. I'd like to find out, though. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, and everyone's always like, whenever we talk about it on the air, and I'm like, I want to do that show. And like, well, you can go to this place and get wings just as hot as that. I'm like, no, it's not about eating the hot no, wings. It's about being on the show. I want to be interviewed on that show. Yeah. Like, that's the, that's the cool part. I've watched so many cool interviews on that show. I'd like to be interviewed by that guy. Yeah. I, I, I like to do that one. I also want to do, have you seen the one with uh, Kevin Hart where you sit in the ice bath? Yes. Yeah. I would never do that unless I'm doing it with Kevin Hart. Yeah. Ice cold. That's tough. I did it once in college because I passed out and I was sick and I had an awful fever. All right. And they put me in a, not nearly as bad as that, but they put me in a bathtub and put some ice cubes in there to bring back down my temperature. I've done it at my house before. Yeah. Just if I have something really sore after like soccer or something, Mm -hmm. don't just run the tub. Really? Yeah. A couple bags of ice and just try to sit in there as long as you can. Have you ever done one of those, um, with a Cryro, Cryro? I've never done the Cairo, uh, Cairo. The ki- ki- cryogenics, <laughs> the cold chamber. No, I haven't done that one. I've been tempted. I, I have done uh, Banya Five, where you get in the super, like the Russian bathhouse. Uh huh. So it's like a routine, but they have a cold dunk tank that's like thirty-five or thirty-seven degrees after mm-hmm. you come out of a steam room. That's like a hundred some. Oh wow! Yeah, that's a that's aggressive. Yeah, I've always seen those ones with the tent, like the where you get like zipped up or whatever it is, and up. Yeah, just your head's out. Yeah, and I hear it great. Yeah, it's supposed to be good for you, but I just don't know if I could do it. (laughs) I don't like taking cold showers. Why would I like doing that? Yeah, I could fight through a cold shower. I'm decent with cold. I've done it when we've gone to hockey tournaments, and and oh, there were times where we ran out of hot water and we had to take cold showers. I will say though, I have also once I jumped in Lake Sammamish, like in late November, December. And it was like, I've told this story before, but as soon as I jumped in, everything in my body was like, get out of this water before you die. Well, it wasn't <laughs> last year's meltdown, but the year before when we went to summer meltdown, which bums me out, we're not going to get to go. Yeah. But um, it was, the, the river was super cold. Oh, yeah. Because that's glacier fed. Like that, that river is cold. But man, I was hell bent on being in that river. Yeah. Yeah. I found like that one spot where I could like look at the trees and it was cool. Yeah. And I was just like, I'm going back to it. And it lasts like five seconds. Like, I'm really freaking cold. All right. So um, Colin hit us up on Twitter and said, hey, Ted, Steve, Megacast, here's a should I be mad for you guys. My sister-in-law went to Denver last week. And before she went, she asked, I asked her if she could get me an avalanche jersey while she was there. She comes home. No jersey. I'm kind of pissed. Should I be? All right. I've been thinking about this for a couple of days. Yeah. So, because I said, because uh, I tweeted him back, like, well, why, you know, like, something like, why didn't you just get it online? He says, I'm a bigger guy. I've ordered online. They didn't show up the right size. I've had that happen. Yeah. I, I was like, dude, trust me. I, I get the yep. struggle. Uh, I ordered a shirt once when the Arsenal won the FA Cup, and they sent me a schmedium. <laughs> I, was, I was still, like, 260 at the point. Like, this, this medium's not going to work, boys. Do you still have it? You know what? I bet I, I, I think I do as I held on to it. I was like, I still want the shirt. Yeah. Yeah. You're maybe, right. Maybe you'll be able to fit in it soon. Right? Maybe. <laughs> I can get into a couple larges. I don't know about this medium. I don't know. I honestly, I'm still not sure, but I go back and forth because it's not that hard if she's in town to pick one up. Mm-hmm. But also, he had two bad experiences. Like, you probably could order another one and see what happens. Well, how does he know that she's going to get the right size for him? Yeah. I mean, is she the same exact size as him? Is that, I mean, I, you know what I mean? Like, I also do you... don't know how serious, he said it's his sister-in-law. Yeah. Right, like how serious was this conversation? Like I'm trying to think, if my sister-in-law was just offhandedly like, hey, can you grab me a jersey? But if she was a monster Denver, or where am I going next? I don't know. Let's say she's a monster Trailblazers fan. Like, okay. Can you get me a jersey there? Like I would aim to do it, but I would probably forget as well. Yeah, I would tell him no promises, <laughs> but I'll try. try. Yeah. The thing that like makes me feel like, no, you shouldn't be mad is that you asked her to get it for you. 
If she said, hey, I'm going, I know you're an Avalanche fan, what size do you wear? I'll get you a jersey. And then she comes back, I'm like, well, that was kind of a CTs. I'm with you. Or a jersey tease. Yeah. I don't know if you want to use CTs when it comes to your sister-in-law. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> It's awkward but, at Christmas now, Steve. My bad. Sorry, Colin. But like, there's been times where I go to WrestleMania, dude, and oh my gosh, everybody and their brother's like, hey, dude, I just saw that they got this exclusive WrestleMania 35 shirt. Can you get that for me? Can you get me this enamel pin of this wrestler and i'm like you say yes to a couple people and then you realize like i have the money but man i don't really feel like dropping all this coin i'm buying all this stuff having to bring it back having to collect the money and then get it to you yeah and also i think it's different if it's an out-of-country team yeah you know what i mean because i won't lie like gregor once brought me back a flag from london because he was there and he knows we're both arsenal fans so, like, I think that's a little different, right? If I'm down in, I don't know, Brazil, and you're a Boku Juniors fan, it's on top of mind, it's there in town tonight playing uh, Club uh, Tijuana. Oh, yeah, of course. I, I got the DVR set. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, like, if you're a big Boca Juniors fan and you're down there and I'm in Brazil, I'll be like, all right, I'm in Brazil. I'll get you an official yeah. Boca Juniors thing. But, but also, also, you probably Colin, don't have, like, 10 Boca Junior fans. I don't know a single one. Yeah. Uh, also, Colin, I think this is an opportunity for you to go visit Denver. That's a fun town. Yeah. Yeah. Have you not been? I have. Oh, yeah. I had an awful experience there, though. Oh, sorry. Well, we apparently were based in the wrong part of Denver. Where were you? I don't know. It was a radio convention. We went there, and it was just also super hot. People were pissed off. I saw every day at least one fight. Like It was a weird vibe. Are you vibe. serious? At the convention? Not with the radio people, oh. but like at a bar, there was a bar fight. One time outside, just in the middle of the day, two guys were pushing each other. I'm like, this is a really aggressive town. This is before pot was legal, so maybe that's part of why they made it legal. But dude, it was just, I hated, I hated Denver. For the longest time on the air, I would go, Denver sucks, and people would get mad at me. And I just assumed that was Denver. And then I talked to a few people like, oh, you were in that area? Yeah, that area sucks. You should have been in this area. And apparently, the area that you were in is the cool area. Yeah, we were down with like, I forget what they call it. It's basically like Soto. Yeah. Right? Because like, I think the Avalanche Stadium, uh, the Pepsi Center wasn't that far from where yeah, we were. Yeah, we were nowhere near that. Okay, right. Yeah. Where we were was awesome. Plus, it was Oktoberfest. So there was like closed streets, yeah. just like drinking giant beers in the street. Colin, if you are going to go to Denver, I would look up their Oktoberfest and go then. <laughs> and it wasn't even in October, was it? Yeah. It was? Yeah. Oh, I thought you just went recently. Uh, no, that was October. Well, October. No, so I, know. I know. Well, we're old. Um, before we roll, uh, what's your take on, on Aziz Ansari? Are you a fan? Uh, I think he's funny. He's not my favorite comedian. See, I never watched Parks and Rec too, so I, I wasn't the biggest fan. No, I got that. That makes sense. I, I, I've always liked him because I just like his, you know what? I, I thought I loaded the audio and I really didn't. So are you talking about the, the new one from the Netflix special? Yeah. Is it Netflix? Yes. Yeah. So I, I always liked though his way of, um. Like his, his his approach to comedy, I, I I don't know, just like the way he delivers jokes. I think he's funny. Yeah. I like he could take like a, a dumb joke and still somehow make it entertaining, in my opinion. But I've been kind of conflicted because then there were those stories of him not being all that great of a person to women. And you know how like you're like ah, what the hell's but going even on? Even SNL did a skit on it, right? Right, because it's like his case was always just kind of like was just this. Did she just regret having sex with him? Right, but it was like I don't know what's going on with this anymore. Yeah. Like I don't know who to be a fan of. Like I'm, I'm obviously I'm not very fond of uh, uh, Louis C.K. because no. a what he did was red rotten, and b how he's handling it since then equally as rotten. Yeah, yeah, he he has come off terrible. Like, it's already super creepy, mm-hmm. but then to just be like, well, blah, blah, blah. Like, I did my time. I stayed away for six months. Right. Now I'm back in comedy. Give yeah. me a standing ovation. I don't know. He was always a little creepy, though. Yeah. He was, I mean, he's he's super funny, but like, I, like that, I used to like Louie. The last couple seasons of that show got really strange. It got kind of dark. You're super dark. Yeah. That's why, I, like, same thing happened with BoJack Horseman. Yeah. Yeah. So Aziz did his comedy special, and what I liked about what he did he addressed what happened. Yeah, quickly. Quickly, right at the get-go. And also didn't make it into a bit. And I thought yeah. that was like, like, yeah, it's cool that if someone like had something awful happen to them and, and like really like his obviously wasn't as 
it was like this, like, oh, was he bad or was he not? We don't know what's going on. And I just, I just thought the way he handled it was really awesome. And I've got the audio of it. All right. You know, I, I haven't said much about that whole thing. It's a tricky thing for me to answer because I felt so many things. Which is, it's weird because when you hear his voice, you just want to ex- laugh. You just expect, because he just has a funny voice the way yeah, he talks. Like, right, he is. His delivery is just like, even when he's trying to be heartfelt, I'm like, oh no, dude. Don't crack up. Don't do a joke about this. Yeah. And then you realize as you continue to listen, uh, spoiler alert, he doesn't crack a joke about it. He does at the end, but it's not about the content. Yeah. In the last year or so, there's times I felt scared, humiliated, embarrassed. And ultimately, I just felt terrible that this person felt this way. And after a year or so, I just hope it was a step forward. It moved things forward for me. It made me think about it a lot. I hope I become a better person. And I always think about a conversation I had with one of my friends where he was like, you know what, man? That old thing made me think about every date I've ever been on. It's funny because I feel like we've had this conversation on the Megacast before. Yeah. Where it's like, man, I hope that I've never like done, not, obviously nothing awful. Nothing that would be a top story in the no, news. No, no, no. But his story made you think, like, did that person feel pressured because... For but whatever reason. Might have known us or something. Yeah. Yeah. You so start thinking like, about everything. You're like, man, I hope I've always been nothing but a gentleman. And, yeah. But, you know, who knows? In those kind of, like, in, in the, the most minimal sense. I, I don't know how else to describe it, but you know, you know what yeah. I mean. Yeah. And I thought, wow, well, that's pretty incredible. This made not just me, but other people be more thoughtful. And that's a good thing. And that's how I feel about it. And I know... This isn't the most hilarious way to begin a comedy show. (laughs) But it's important to me that you know how I feel about that whole thing before we share this night together. So that was cool. Yeah, yeah. And the way he ended at the end of it, that was hilarious. Even though, you know, it's like, I, I hadn't, I'd only read it. That is, it, it, hearing it sounds even better. Yeah, you can hear that he's being heartfelt. And I think that's a good thing for people. Instead of being so, there's so many people that get like so anti hashtag me too because they're like, I don't know, maybe something inside of them makes them think that maybe they haven't been great and they just want to deny it. Yeah. And I think it's good to have that kind of attitude. Like, maybe I wasn't as much of a gentleman as I'd like to think I was all the time. And from here on out, I need to make sure that I am a gentleman as much as I humanly can be from here on out. Yeah. I think that's well, cool. And, and the problem is with that, with that whole thing is we just, our country just can't, some, you know, you look at that idiot uh, what's his name? I'm here Brock, in the room. Thanks, man. Brock, whatever. Brock no, the guy that raped that girl at oh, Stanford. Jesus, yes. The swimmer. Okay. Yes. What's it? Brock Turner, I think his name is. I don't want to screw up that name. But either yeah. way, he rapes that girl behind a dumpster. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. he gets three months and then just like, that's it. Right. So right. it's like, well, that guy should be in effing jail for a long time. Right. So that that's where some of this stuff gets confused. You know what I mean? It's like, like Epstein. Yes. Right now. Like, people knew he was a creep for years. Right. <laughs> and then you can't just easily, like, oh, I served three months, and now everything that I did that was awful and wrecked people's worlds for, for their lives, and everything's supposed to be cool. Yeah. Which is just insane. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, I mean, that's right. Like, like I, yeah. Sometimes I think, too, we just, I don't know, just sex in general in this country, it's, like, so, like, oppressed like, don't talk about it. Don't be about it. But everything's sold through sex, right? Like, it's, you know what I mean? It's it, it's there. Like, I think, you know, I grew up in the Catholic Church, and it's mm-hmm. like, it's not there, it's not there, it's not there, right? right? Then, right. You, then you have pedophiles in your clergy. <laughs> right. So it's like, sometimes we got to admit, too, like, people have sex. People yep. have natural urges. Like, now, th- if you're creepy about it, that's a different issue. Right. And I think, I'm, I'm happy that we're getting to a point where, like, there are people out there that are, like, I, I give a shout to my buddy, you know, Josh, Ronald McFondle, and, yeah. and Haven, and his lady, they do a podcast called The Play Party oh, uh, nice. Podcast. And it's all about consent being a big thing, but also about the kink culture and just kind of making it more normal. And I, I had yeah. them on my podcast, and I told them point blank, I'm like, I'm probably as vanilla as they come with some things. I, oh, look at you using the terminology. Right. I'm a vanilla shake. <laughs> Ted will suck down. Wait, no. Oh. Oh, this is weird. <laughs> this is not vanilla after all. Wow. Uh, no, look, there's a couple of my friends that are in the lifestyle, mm-hmm. but you would never know. They are the night, and they're a great couple. Yeah, right? and I listen to their podcast, and I'm like, wow, I never knew that's why somebody found enjoyment from BDSM. I never, yeah. I never thumbed my nose at somebody or looked down on them for doing it. I just never understood it. Yeah. And it was cool to be able to understand it 
and have my friends that I'm listening to tell me about it, who I think are cool people. And now all of a sudden it just becomes way more normal to me. And I think that in order for things to become more normal, people have to talk about them without embarrassment. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So then, right. That's how I think we get caught in this weird culture of like, don't talk about it, that yet there's predators out there and we kind of let them, let them go. <laughs> right. Right. Like, all right. Dude, everyone went down a little bit of a, a heavy, a heavy thing right there. Yeah. But to echo what you said, everything is sold through sex. I mean, you look at our podcast, look at the cover art. Yeah, we're shirtless. We're barely clothed. And we're swole. Yeah. Who wouldn't want to listen to that? Right. We exude sexuality. Oh, man. I don't know. This is the shirtless summer. Maybe next summer. Oh, by the way, shirtless summer. Uh-huh. I, one day I was, Steve, shirt was off, tucked in the side of my brand new bathing suit, grilling steaks. CJ, get over here. It's what a man looks like. <laughs> you are an advertisement. For shirtless summer right there. <laughs> Took me two... The first day I was at the lake, my bathing suit almost fell off on my buddy. I was tubing. Yeah. <laughs> so I go to the store the next day like... Some of you walked out of the water slowly. Oh, no. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> I was in the pool. <laughs> right? But then the next day, I was like, all right, we got. I got to go drop some money on some sandals and a brand new bathing suit. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, dude. I know I'm the same way. A couple of my swim trunks, I put them on and it's like... Oh, man, I got to really tighten these up. Yeah, right. I was at That's that point problem. where you can already tighten. Right. It's a great problem to have. But right. when you've already tightened them enough, and it like, I was like, I want to get back on that tube, but I am not losing my shorts in this lake. Good, good, uh, quick, like cheap place to get some good board shorts and bathing suits. Old Navy. I always forget oh, about going there. But nice. it, they always have good selections of stuff. Yeah, there was one store in Deep Creek. What was it called? I don't, it's just, if you need a, any kind of bathing suit or a raft or whatever, this is the main a little pricey, but I give them kind of like they're the only game in town. So I was about to say, they, where are you going to go, dog? <laughs> right, like, you, we're all you got. Right, you're dropping fifty bucks on these board shorts. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I dropped a hundred bucks on sandals and board shorts. Damn, I mean the reef. The sandals are nice, and it's like a Volcom bathing suit or board shorts. But you're right. I, I know. First, like, where'd you go? I was like, I went to the one store that sold them in <laughs> you town. You know which store I'm at, right? <laughs> uh, we gotta roll on out. I know it's twelve thirty yeah, yeah. for you. So uh, you can follow us on Twitter at the Megacast. In fact, if you go there, I tweeted out the the video of Joey Ryan. Oh, nice! That seventeen year old dad um, with his penis. It all sounds weird, but you've been listening to this cast, so you understand the context. Yeah, yeah, you right. It all comes together if you actually listen. <laughs> awesome. Um, yeah, I'm here next week. I don't need till Thursday. So, oh, nice. Oh, the pre vacation cast. I'm, I'm sure you'll be in a good mood. Oh yeah, right. That's always a fun one. But I still got to do a show on Thursday. So oh. technically, we're not even off on... See, that's why I, I care about our listeners. We're only taking Friday and Monday off. Look at you, man. Do you ever... God, you don't stop do giving. If BJ's travel... Oh, actually, he does. He travels right after the show sometimes. But yeah. he travels way more than me, man. <laughs> All right. That's probably the only bonus I could see to work in the morning shift. It is nice. Like, we could get you on could, a... Like, I think we're shooting... I think our flight is like, at like 2 in the afternoon. Oh, yeah. So it's like, Sid's coming down... Her pops is going to, like, I think, come down with her, take us to the airport. Why, why am I sharing this on the podcast? Yeah, no reason, but I'm just saying, yeah. And then we're going to go maybe Burger King, grab a sandwich, you know, at the airport. Oh, actually, because she's vegan, we're probably going to go to the Walter Jones place or the Seahawks place. Oh, or yeah. Maybe, I'm just kidding. There's maybe, maybe swing by the Sub Pop store. I don't maybe, know. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Let's, let's Bed Bath & Beyond, if we have enough time. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Ted. Yeah. Take care. See you, bud.